Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Overthinking. I'm your host, Abdelina Foda, and you know how we keep it going. So, this week is a fantastic week because I'm actually sitting with the crew of the show, The Alpha Show. Um, so, I'm going to give them an opportunity to introduce themselves. Guys, go for it. Um, so, yeah, um, this is Simpiwe Sitebe from Ladies Meet Peace Town. And yeah, that's just basically it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And this is Wiseman, uh, known as Dr. Wise, Human Wolf. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Pelela Lapo. Kaminus is a Fagate Uspinde, Vichima from Ekonne, also a co host for the Alpha Show. Yeah. Nice. So, those are my guests for today. Um, and we're gonna take, I'm gonna just quickly take a moment to do two things. One, to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Guys, we have finally reached a thousand listens and we're growing. When I checked my stats today, we, had, we were just below 1,200 and I appreciate you guys so much for listening because the show definitely is nothing without you. Secondly, this show, today's episode is gonna be a bit long because obviously there are four of us talking today, but also the content we wanna to get to is on that zero to 100 spectrum, and you guys know that's generally how we keep these things going on the show. So, guys, my very first question. Um, obviously, you guys know that this has been a three-part series. We're continuing yeah. this manner conversation. <clears throat> the first one was me. The first one was me with someone else, just touching on um, my own kind of process of healing. But I want to ask you guys, what is manhood? It's that's manhood, bro. <laughs> I think it should go the way we started to introduce okay, ourselves. Okay, 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 cool. Um, um, yeah. I think, I think for me, I think for me, manhood would be how, how, how one transitions from birth, like birth as a boy to a boy to a teen and then to a man. So I think for me, manhood is just the whole, what process, if I may. So yeah, I think that's how that's my basically my understanding of manhood. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, well, for me, manhood it's, it's kind of very subjective. Um, yeah. Taking into into consideration that there's so many bad things that have been done in the name of manhood, right? Mm. So it's very subjective as to what I perceive as manhood. So to me, basically, manhood would be um, taking responsibility as a maid. And just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a difficult question, eh? <laughs> um, I think for me, man, like manhood is it's a phase in your life where you start to realize, like, it's related to responsibility, where you you get to a point whereby you do you understand every action has a consequence, yeah. um, and you have to take responsibility of everything that you do. So, for example, when you're a boy, you can get away with a lot of things, like yeah. you can. Um, go out partying, get drunk, sleep over someone's place, and they'll say, now nah, you're still a boy, you know, yeah. you're still learning. And I think manhood is a, is, is a phase where people expect you to at least know what you're doing, be conscious of your choices, um, and basically make, what's this thing? Choices that are going to benefit your, your future. You start to think more yeah. with the future, and the present, I mean, it's nice, it's, 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 yeah. it's, ple- it's pleasant, but you're more concerned about planning your future yeah. and, you know, yeah. Okay, so if I'm understanding you guys correctly, so we're getting elements of it's a process, another element of it's subjective, and then at the same time, it's a phase of responsibility. Yeah. Okay, then I must ask, what is a man then? What, what makes a man a man? 
in terms yeah. of going through the process of enlightenment? <laughs> um, man, this question is the way. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I just Ooh. The way you say that is like yeah. you're blushing. These questions, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're really blushing no, on mean, these questions. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's um, so I think, thing. yeah, yeah, it is. But I think, okay, then I just have to point out the fact that there's a man physically, right? Okay. I'm a man physically. Mm. But then, as wise men has touched base on responsibility, I think now being a man is um, taking up the responsibility that the world gives you, mm. be it providing for your family, be it being there for your child, be it pursuing your own dreams. Yeah. I think that's also just, because it also requires responsibility. So from my side, I think that's being a man. Mm. Um, and just to add on what you said, that it, it comes in, you know, now it, it seems like it comes in two forms whereby there's a man which is more like in physical, you know, in nature, mm-hmm. and there's a man that comes with now social behavior, mm-hmm. which these are the social norms that are kind of expected from a man, right, yeah. physically. So basically, you know, the social behavior, I think from my understanding, it was supposed to be a positive and a productive or rather constructive social behavior as a man, right? Um, however, through, you know, the journey and the process of, you know, evolution or whatever, it happened that it became stigmatized or as men, we did things that were socially immoral or mm-hmm. incorrect in the name of I am a man. Okay. So it, 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 it's very subjective. It comes in two ways now that, mm-hmm. that someone can say, I can do anything, uh, which is really, it, 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 it's very subjective. To me, it's not that, that's not being a man. You know, okay. being a man takes another thing. It, um, so now I'm, I think I'm gonna bring a, a different, different turn to the conversation. <laughs> yeah. um, so speaking from the cultural view mm-hmm. or side of things, um, so as, as, as close as we have, we, we believe, okay, we, we actually have a, a practice where when you reach 18, mm-hmm. we, we believe that you're ready to become a man. Mm-hmm. Um, so they send you to the mountain and you come back and you claim to be a man. Yeah. Um, and just to now go back to the social norms of things, someone coming back from going to the mountain doesn't necessarily make you a man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can make you a man physically mm-hmm. because of what you, like the processes, like culturally, but the behavior is what actually determines whether you're a man or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the whole thing about responsibility and understanding where you stand in, in the society, mm-hmm. what kind of changes that you want to reinforce. Um, is there a change in behavior in the way that you're thinking, um, understanding responsibilities and yeah, man, mm-hmm. it's, it's more internal, internal. Yeah, mm-hmm. than, than, than the actual physical build of a yeah. person. Yeah, and just to add, uh, what I'm getting from Uzi now, it's a thing of, I think when we talking about like like what is a man it, 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 it should be more of a thing of like a social behavior right like which includes culture as well um, for example you might find that um, you know I've experienced this that the coastal speaking people who say I'm not gonna talk to a Zulu guy because they went to hospital to circumcise mm-hmm. and right um, it, it, such things right yeah. but in honest fact what I've experienced <coughs> Uzi being Kosa and me being Zulu for the fact that maybe I went to hospital to circumcise but he, as his brother and his friend he still sees me as a man I still see him as a man it's not about to me, it's not about the physics uh, more so. It's more about the social behavior, how we conduct ourselves as, you know, males, if I can put it. Yeah. So um, just to, please, please, please correct me if I'm wrong, but what I'm, what I'm hearing is we're talking about um, 
a rite of passage that Usi has brought forth, and then also the social construct, an idea so that society has put together of what a man is or what a man should be. Now, what I want to ask, because this comes, this is going to come into to my follow-up question, is if we look at how we live today in the 21st century, yeah. how does the practice, the social practicing or kind of conforming to the social construct of being a man, how has it come forth in terms of our generation? And kind of who now is, is the proprietor or, or the... Or who holds what say in terms of the social construct? Who puts it together? Who, who sits down as a collective or as an individual person and say, this is what a man should be, this is what a man yeah. is now in this 21st century? Can I, can I just say, um, I mean, we like to think of things, I mean, we, understandably so, we, we, we're trying to transform, we're working yeah. towards transformation and stuff. And even back in the days, I don't think there was like a group of people that sat down and said, this is what a man should be. Yeah. It's more of um, something starts small, Mm-hmm. And then people start to say it over and over again, and it spreads over to uh, like many people, and then mm-hmm. they start to practice it. Now we're in, a, we're in a generation where a lot of things are determined by social media. Mm-hmm. Um, there's many definitions that we get social media regarding different constructs. Mm-hmm. I mean, social media tells us what a man is, what a woman is, what a car is, what what's wealth, what's happiness, what's being sad. Yeah. So even if you you feel happy. But if you go on social media and it says, yo, um, if you close your, if you blink 10 times, that means you're sad, yeah. understand? So I think social media has a lot of impact when it comes to who defines the constructs. But the, 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 what's this, the, the wave of the past still mm-hmm. um, affects the system. For example, if you go to the hood, mm-hmm. well, my hood, mm-hmm. and if you go to the hood and you ask them what is a man, they'll tell you, um, first you have to go to the mountain, as mm-hmm. possible, I have to go to the mountain. You're a man. You have to be hardcore. You're a man. Mm-hmm. You have to be dark skinned. You're a man. If you if you light skinned, you're not man enough. If you you know so so yeah. there's all these constructs that are already put in place by the society. They don't even know that okay, fine, this is how we're thinking. But once you start ask questions like what is a man, they'll start to define okay. It's actually someone who's dark skinned, someone who's tall, someone who went to the mountain, someone who's, who's built, someone who can fight, and all and, and these are the definitions from way way in the past. It's not something in the 21st century. Just that now, we. What was this? We put them in a box mm-hmm. subconsciously because of everything that happened that, that yeah. happened back then. Um, but if you go to maybe like a a, a suburb scene and you ask them what is a man, you just say someone who's wealthy enough, someone who has a big bank balance, someone who can buy twenty bottles in a club and you know spoil the spoil the girl. So it's it's different environments that define manhood. I don't think they, we can actually have one group of people saying this is what a man is because yeah. you go to the different. Um, Spaces. Social construct, and you 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 you, think you will still find that the definitions still vary, mm-hmm. um, even though we want to have this. Yeah. Yeah. Does anyone <laughs> else have anything to add before I ask my next question? <laughs> to I mean, it's, 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 uh, yeah. Where's man? Because I don't have anything to um, add. I feel for, like for me, uh, yeah. I, I, I would say, man, um, like Uzi saying that the, mm-hmm. the wave from the past, it's still you know you know working. It's still you know has its effect so i would say it's a thing of the past man because Mm -hmm. truly speaking we are looking up to a a generation before us right so there are things for example man um so all those things these are not the things that from the when we are young these are the things that we get taught by people who are you know older than us mm-hmm. so 
that wave from the past it's still in effect it's more like an after effect yeah you know if i can put it that it's still there okay um so so it's actually beautiful because you guys have um obviously you guys know that i always like to kind of semi-structure my my my, my conversation sure, you guys sure. are alluding to <laughs> some of the things i wanted to talk about <laughs> now my next question is okay you're saying there is well, there's an element of looking up to or, or taking or learning from the people that have come before us. Yeah. Was yeah. yeah. he saying that okay, in, in, when you find um, when you go to different spaces, it's defined slightly differently. Mm-hmm. But now, what I want to ask, and it's it's so beautiful that we have three. I'm sitting next to three beautiful black men. Because <laughs> what I want to ask now is, to what extent does high school and high school boy culture? affects what it means to be a man and how we look at manhood. Because if we take, for example, the rite of passage of Tosa people, for, for a vast majority of them, they go, they go through that rite of passage while they're still in high school. Yeah. And there is the sainthood slash brotherhood culture of high school, which in itself is quite toxic. And to what extent does that then shape the men we become? From experience. <laughs> um, from experience, I think high school Yo, has a lot of impact. Yeah. Has a lot of impact. Um, I mean, it's only five years, but mm-hmm. it kind of shapes the person you become after high school and like into varsity, into the workspace. And some things you you try to suppress when you're in high school and you don't mm-hmm. want to deal, um, but they always seem to surface. Mm-hmm. So, for example, um, going into a not even predominantly Kosa to an old Kosa speaking <laughs> school yeah. um, where everyone is Kosa, mm-hmm. all the guys are Kosa. Um, and they go to the, they, they proceed to manhood mm-hmm. in different stages, some in grade 10, some in grade 11, and some in grade 12. Mm-hmm. Um, from experience, I had a friend who went in grade 11. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were close, 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 buddies, buddies, buddies. And then he left and then came back. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, yo, what's up, man? Um, and I mean, the aim was never really about, because in, 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 our, in, in our culture, we, the boys, the mm-hmm. boys, um, quote unquote, uh, are very curious about what happens in the mountains. So mm-hmm. when they, they try to become close to the men um, to get more information. So And I wasn't even about that. I was just like, yo, man, this is my friend. He's back. I'm happy. And I thought we were going to become friends. He came back. He's like, no, I don't hang around boys anymore. And I'm thinking four weeks ago, we had these nice conversations. We related to each other. Um, we, we hang out like all the time. And now what has changed in the past four weeks? that makes you believe that you can't be my friend anymore. I mean, yeah. did you become so mature in four weeks? Or did I become so immature in four weeks? Um, or did you have a personality shift or maybe realizations about me that yeah. they told you, hey, look, listen, Usi is this, this and that. Mm-hmm. So I think all those things, um, they start to now impact relationships. Yeah. And for example, in that case, I could have reacted in two ways. The way that I did, or like, you know what, man, I understand what you had to go through. If this is what you feel like is right for you, fine, that's cool. But the, the other one is the bad one where I'm like, yo, when I become a man too, I want to have my own revenge mm-hmm. where I have to avenge all the boys. The boys need to understand that I'm a man and they need to call me booty, they need to respect me, they need to, you know, even, it's even so crazy that someone who's, t- who's two years older than you, if they haven't gone to the mountain, they have to say booty to someone who's, you know, yeah. younger than them. Just because of the whole thing of, yo, man, you went to the mountain and now you are a man. Mm-hmm. And if you or a man you don't really demand respect you don't go around saying oh listen i'm a man um like i was saying to wise um, this other day real power doesn't announce itself Mm -hmm. and if you are a man you know you're a man you don't have to go around proving to everyone that yo i'm a man and you have to make everyone feel that they're inferior if they're not a man and yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so i think 
it's very a thing of I'm proving myself. I am I am superior to everyone else once I become a man. To the boys and also to the ladies. The ladies have to bow down to me. Mm-hmm. The ladies have to want me, mm-hmm. um, and I can do whatever I want with the ladies because I'm a man now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's like my experience of yeah. like what what I've witnessed in high school. In high school. Um, but I mean, there are some people, <coughs> man, who are smart enough to know that they I don't have to change in in that aspect yeah Mm. um i think just also to like because there's this nice book that i'm busy with right um it's by rollo may a man search for himself right um he's a psychiatrist by the way so he says like when when people grow up yeah they reach a stage whereby they now search for themselves like who am i they try to find themselves Right, and so now, and he the way he puts it is it's like, and usually that happens around puberty, mm-hmm. right? Usually that happens around the ages of 12 to I don't know 18 or even 20 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I think, and for most of us, that those are the ages where we're in high school, yeah. right? So now I think, um, and then you when you when you now when you now come to high school, when you now come to high school. And there's so many influences, or the, yeah, there's so many people that are influencing you, your teachers, your friends. Um, you want to look cool, you want to have yeah. the most, what is this, the highest number of girlfriends, or <laughs> you want to go yeah. around smashing girls or something like that. <laughs> That's yeah. the limo, right? Yeah. That's the limo. Um, so I think then, by, because, because you're still trying to find yourself, it, it, um, it, what, what am I saying? So if you're still trying to find yourself and you get get to a space and it's it's the bad space for you, yeah. you you grow up and become this man that we have today. You feel me? Because you grow up and like Usi was saying, you grow up thinking that a woman has to bow down for you. You grow yeah. up thinking that you you have people must respect you and if they don't, say maybe you beat them up, like people are doing nowadays, right? Yeah. So I think. Um, um, around those ages, around the, the age, high school ages, people are so confused because they, everyone is trying to find themselves. Yeah. And now, depending on the influences that you get, mm-hmm. that's the type of person you will be. Mm-hmm. That's the type of man you will be. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And, and just to add on what you, 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 you both have mentioned, um, it, it's, it's, I also feel the same way. It's very much true. Like, when we talk about manhood, I think it very much starts from high school. Yeah. And we take the things that we see from the generation before us and we learn and then we try to implement them, even if it's toxic, but to them, because we look up to them, it's good. And what happens is it never stops because we even get to like varsity. And you know what they say, birds of the same feather flock together. Yeah. So again, I meet Uzi, I meet, I meet AP, and then we form a squad again, mm-hmm. a toxic squad again of people who think that man, you know, use, like doing bad things. So I, I really believe that it stems very much from high school, yeah. and it's very little people who survive from high school. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, like uh, with this whole transition to varsity, right? Mm-hmm. I came to obviously I went to a co-ed school yeah. where there are females and guys come to varsity where people went to all boys schools yeah. and I mean I've noticed how masculine yeah. <laughs> how, how masculine they are yeah. um, and I mean I always ask myself I always ask them like why is it that 
people who went to guys schools they always feel like yo i'm the boss i'm the man chest out um stomach in, stomach in. <laughs> you know they, they they have the deep voice like they can't be showing any emotions when it comes to like public in, in public spaces and i've spoken to a couple of them and I, i've learned that this whole thing of brotherhood yeah i mean brotherhood obviously like it's the same thing with manhood man it's different it's subjective yeah. depending on like on the influences that you that you exposed to mm-hmm. in all boys schools uh, there's a like they play schools like rugby sports like rugby mm-hmm. rugby is a rough sport yeah. i wouldn't play rugby yeah. because i don't feel like i have the physique for rugby yeah. and it just looks dangerous mm-hmm. but i feel like I wasn't in, in a boys school but I think when you don't play rugby in boys school or not interested in, in rugby mm-hmm. you are seen as less of a man yeah. and, oh, and, and and I mean I think that's what that's probably something that they had to go through and enjoy and even if you not like if you genuinely not into the sport you're like ah this guy is not a man and I mean you're going to go through bullying mm-hmm. um and they're going to rough you up until you become a man mm-hmm. um and I mean if you were roughed up in high school um and being forced to become a man when you get to varsity you be like okay I'm the man now and I'm going to show everyone and that's where the whole toxic traits come in where you're like okay I've I've learned being a man means you have to rough people up yeah, being a man yeah. means I need to get six goals being a man means a b c and d and yeah. now in varsity you put it in practice because you're mm-hmm. out of the space where you've been bullied nobody knows you here and you want to form the new image of now I am this I'm a man <laughs> well overthinkers um Yeah no the conversation is flowing and it is getting quite heated and this this is this is like the water and you guys know that this is always the beautiful thing about these episodes and these kind of conversations and I always encourage you guys to please interact reach out to myself um also to 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 the crew of the Alpha show uh the details will be attached at the end of the episode obviously but let's just keep let's keep the conversation going so we're going to take a quick 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 musical break and we're going to keep this going this conversation about yeah. manhood going as soon as we get back so yeah listen to some tunes think about it you know just reflect digest <laughs> and i'll see you in just a moment Mandela was on money I was for the leopards you would swear it's origami wildlife lessons every death gave me life still born so me and Christ share a likeness none like him no signies it's all timing you can push up and come out live but the saint the guy me Zack would hit me like let's talk about the rhyming couldn't find a heart to tell him that's not my vibe see not when the world need a molly and Bob's your uncle but you worry about your country I'll take Molly, I'll take Lil Roxy and my daughter out to get chiffon dresses from the shopping complex. And I'm not trying to shop a complex. I put my shit in the music so you can find strength. It's a little project I built from the onset. Ordinary people baptized and I said John Legend, born in Tanzania. That seems far-fetched, but none of you know the world that's in my closet. I make lines speak to the heart of the darkness. Everything hidden unless you listening with your conscience. Take and revisit the lyrics to fill the content. German precision sniffers is ill-equipped for this bomb threat. This shit could get too thick for Shawshank Don't bank on lip if you can't swim or walk it Got the whiskey on the armrest Puffing something stinky from the tropics With a face like brake lights 
Yeah. Hey son, you can miss me with the About nonsense About that time, I'ma get that money I made mistakes But I'ma make more hundreds Cause now I found the roots of my sanity Shades from my money tree Can't pop my daily bread All black coke, can't see nobody If you ain't no better, ask somebody Glory for the pain in the booth with a mule Nothing's been the same since fame, hallelujah All black coke, can't see nobody If you ain't no better, ask somebody Glory for the pain in the booth with a mule Nothing's been the same since fame, hallelujah Times and people change, but numbers don't. It's real. I'm overdosed at the skill. The weak, I'm overdosed. We made deal with a flower. God, see a way of rose and pussy together. And the tap water, the sour shit flows. I've been down for the streets, and now it picks me up. Straight from the domes, and now they wanna fill me up. The time is out for you niggas. If you ain't down with us, I'm moving clockwise. I'm fully scooping, I'm clockwise. They recognize I'm a pops now with a gorgeous wife. I know my son is going shine a bed on my daughter's life. I bought cars from songs I wrote when I was walking. By. Pray I never poop, but you sleep it now with an open eye This cops are smelling, but we gotta do better with rap Second you, every second you take the first step ha. You for the Christmas, niggas set on the first lap Now I'ma run teams, my niggas fast on the last lap I take a stand, my genitals is oblivious It's classic, man, it was fun, the Tina, we got that syllabus We buy pastas who are biased, must release you don't buy us, bring the pliers Negative mind is easy to minus Division of flavor must now multiply You see, they had a lot of problems and they money See us, they must do the math from the previous lines. Setting goal was contagious, now I got that mind as such. That's right, we survived when they told us we never winning in this. Patience on my time frame till I can peach in this. Y'all still drink ciders in PM like evenings with that much flow. I could beat the odds when I even things and be the voice of the inner shit. I can floss in the industry, pour my thoughts on the cheeky beat. Either all I'm a lyricist, I'm a boss, I'm a genius. I was born with this eagerness, get yeah. applause in the millions till I'm born to be villainous. Get that money, made mistakes, but I'ma make more hundreds. Cause now I found the roots of my sanity, shades from my money tree. Can't pop my daily bread. All black coke can't see nobody. If you ain't no better, ask somebody. Glory for the pain in the booth with a mule. Nothing's been the same since fame, hallelujah. All black coke can't see nobody. If you ain't no better, ask somebody. Glory for the pain in the booth with a mule. Okay, welcome back, Overthinkers. So, that was Roots by Zakwe featuring Stoggy T and Jay Claude. I hope you guys did enjoy the song. So, we're back again with the, the crew of the Alpha Show. We're still continuing our conversation about manhood. And just before the break, Usi Pila touched on some, some, some quite vital things um, in terms of the, the, the high school culture and brotherhood and the brotherhood culture and how things tend to perpetuate and if, kind of, if you're roughed up uh, in high school and kind of forced to be a man, when you get to another stage of your life, uh, i.e. The, the varsity period of your life, you then continue that cycle and you, you feel like you're the man if you continue the cycle. So guys, my question to you guys is, now that we are in that next you know, life stage, that post-high school stage, and this, 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 you touched on it in terms yeah. of identity for role confusion and identity formation, because you're like, the process of being a man is, involves finding yourself. Yeah, most definitely. And, and now, we're in the 20s in particular, the 20s is the one time 
where we actually need to figure out who we are. Mm. So my question to you guys is, as men, understanding and having gone through uh, high school culture, mm. what is it today that we are not talking about that still breeds toxic masculinity? What are these conversations that we're not having? Yeah, there's so much, man. There's so much that re that revolves around toxic masculinity, yeah, yeah. and truly speaking, uh, these are topics that we're supposed to be calling each other out as brothers. Yeah. We need to call out the brotherhood code, right? Yeah. Um, the things like you know things that for me personally, it, I'm not you know insulting anyone, but for me, having many partners, you didn't call yourself a man by having many partners. To me, that's being stupid, man. Mm -hmm. Like what defines you as a man what makes you a man you know for me personally i feel like the current generation should take a step back and redefine what manhood is yeah, right yeah. before now we can look into what are the things that are being done in the name of manhood so that we can start correcting those issues because there's so much man mm -hmm. like many partners it's stupid um thinking being patriarchal you know mm -hmm. although being patriarchal we understand that we're still in a process of um, unlearning what our culture has taught us because it's yeah. part of it but we have learned and we've seen that okay, you know what it, it was unjust it was not fair but we're still in that process now of changing and unlearning that but it's so much it goes a long way yeah i think the what you touched on the bro code the bro code <laughs> the, bro, <laughs> the bro code yeah the bro code yeah. um the bro code is very deep mm -hmm. um and i mean there's no I think I'm going to break the protocol. Let's do Sorry. There's no piece of paper that is written down yeah. with all the rules of the pro code, but yeah. somehow we still know what's in the pro code. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I walk into a club and I find wise men busy with another call, I have to keep it to myself. It's a pro mm -hmm. code. Um, if wise man is walking around and he looks at some palm, we all laugh. Mm. in the bro code, bro code bro. Mm -hmm. you know there's many things many in the bro code that are very subconscious um that are, everyone knows about it but nobody really speaks about it yeah. like why is it okay for us to like for example what's it called again cat calling um cat calling why is it why is it cool because if i'm sitting like if i'm chilling in a group of four guys and we see one girl passing i'm a cat call because i want to feel cool amongst mm -hmm. the guys mm -hmm. if i if i'm sitting with four guys and i see a girl i want to approach just mm -hmm. to prove that I'm, I'm man enough to actually go and get some numbers and you know mm. those are oh, this is the thing that are part of the bro code and we don't even think about them yeah. um but when you're alone and you're walking around i'm not gonna get cool because yeah. I mean now I'm alone and I'm vulnerable and anything can happen yeah. I, I don't want to walk towards a girl because I'm scared and I don't I don't owe I don't owe it to wise men to explain to me like yo dude I'm actually scared to go get the number mm -hmm. but when I'm with them I feel empowered I feel like okay now I have to prove that I'm man enough mm -hmm. and so it's, it's, it's a bro code yeah. Yeah. So yeah, in bro essence code. it's a bro code yeah, th that is what we really need to work on yeah. um, but in some like cases for example like me when I, i'm in the hood um the hood. Uh, like yeah back home there's already the stigma that oh he's going to uct so obvious he thinks he's better and everything so when you see young niggas doing bad things mm. 
it becomes difficult to call them out because you don't want to be seen as now you act like you know everything mm. so sometimes it's, it's a thing of you know what I know is wrong mm. so I don't want to be on the bad side like you know have bad blood with them I just want to have a good relationship so I'll just conserve or keep my opinions to myself because again truly speaking I don't know it's difficult to to advise or call out five guys who have the same mentality when it's only you yeah. so it's, it's also that thing that again we need to start little by little people need to be open up to being called out like the most important thing though that I think it's important it goes back to the, op- the, the episode that we once had on, on the Alpha show on constructive criticism mm-hmm. one of the things that my brothers mentioned is that the most important thing when you're giving criticism is how you do it yeah. so for example if I see that you did something wrong and we were in a squad mm-hmm. I need to find a space where I'm gonna call you aside and like look AP I'm not being shady or what mm-hmm. listen you are my brother yeah. This is when now we, we're redefining manhood into something positive. And I call yeah, you like, listen, yeah. I'm appealing to you as a man. And I believe you're also a man. So man to man, let us be real. What happened there, it's not it. Mm. So it's totally mm. out. I'm not attacking you, but I want us to, like, to, to reason as brothers yeah. so that we can yeah. also teach our young niggas who are coming after us what really being a man is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, think, I think like also just to add a cherry on top, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but then on a serious note, guys, um, I think it's also just stems from growing up, yeah, right? Okay. Because what I'm thinking, I'm just looking back when I was growing up back home, that washing dishes mm-hmm. was mainly for girls, right? Mm-hmm. Fetching the cows, for example, it was my job as as a boy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, why why is it that kids that are boys? Um, you buy them um, cars and guns, while mm-hmm. girls, you buy them, oh, papi dozy <laughs> and all the tea. Yeah. What were you, those tea things that they mm. drink tea with, you feel mm. me? And, and in a way, in a way, that also mm. is, is, is something we should be attacking, yeah. right? Because now um, you grow up, you have this thing of, I have to, as a man, I have to have the best car. As a man, I have to have the best girl out there. As a man, I have to have the best house out there. Mm-hmm. We, we define ourselves as men with what we have. Okay. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. And again, again, we taught at a young age mm-hmm. that having a gun and pointing out at someone and shooting at someone is cool. Yeah. Because yeah. back home, we, we all have, I used to have a gun back home. You feel mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. And we, we chase each other around the house all night, all day, shooting mm-hmm. at each other. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That's something you should be we should be discussing. Yeah. You find that you find that um what is this? As as guys or as boys growing up, you're not allowed to be playing what is this? Umaskusha with the plastic ball yeah, with, with yeah. girls. Uh, you feel me? Because now then you'll be perceived in a, a certain way, like yo, what you doing? Yeah. Or this thing with the rope. I don't know what you call yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if, um, I don't know what the English word. My American viewers, hey. listeners, I don't know. What, yeah, it's just an African it's, game. It's a thing. You know so you find that it's only played by girls and guys are playing soccer also yeah. on their own. And that is, that is where these things develop. Because mm-hmm. you find that guys are playing soccer there, girls are playing soccer there, yeah. and then girls will be checking the girls out. Right, mm-hmm. you find that guys are checking the girls out. Yo, 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 check, check, check this one out. Yo, yo, check that one out. You feel mm-hmm. me? Yeah. So I, I think like also now, now 
even though what we're doing is is okay like we're pointing out these things yeah but i feel like if i were now to talk to wise men yeah. right wise man is a very old person who's mm. has had his mind shaped in a certain way for more than 20 years yeah you feel yeah. me so now it, it it would be hard for wise men to unlearn what he has learned for mm. all these 20 years yeah so yeah, I think that's just my two cents. Um, so you guys, you guys have touched on something, and I just want to add, like, in terms of, of what you just what you just touched on, yeah, yeah, yeah. is if you, if you realize from from a very young age, the way we're, we're conditioned to yeah. learn and to approach life as as young men is, you know, one devoid of emotion so you're sure. not expected to have emotion and to, to show emotion and, I, and, and my, for my very first episode where I spoke about depression um, like I touched on how as guys you know where we become masters of, of suppressing suppressing emotion and it starts from boys don't cry mm. and that you know that that cycle of, of teaching kind of perpetuates and, and it, it becomes who you are for, yeah. for a very long period of time but what I want to know is to what extent then, if we are just accepting and saying, no, wise man is set in his ways, or no, um, this group of five guys, they all think the same way. To what extent does that then perpetuate the cycle? Because if we're not breaking it, and we're becoming complacent and saying, okay, no, he's 60 years old, you know, he's not going to change. Yeah. But if you actually realize, although he might be 60 years old, and he might be entrenched in his way of thinking, he has young people at his yeah. disposal that he's going to teach. Mm. And then thus the cycle continues. But now if you're accepting and saying, okay, no, cool, I'm not going to say anything, or mm. no, but Ningi, they all think in this one messed up way, I'm not going to mm. say anything. Because ultimately, we do have to be the agents of change. Mm. But my next question, and my, my last question for this conversation, because it has kind of dragged out a bit, is, Understanding where this conversation has come from and how this dialogue has flowed. Mm. And you guys have touched on quite a lot of important things and they're going to come up in this very next question. Yeah. My question is, why was there so much resistance in t- from the male population yeah. in terms of men are trash? Okay. Because it came out as a way where female bodies were pointing out they were doing what, in all, in all fact, we as men should have been doing a long time ago. Yeah. But, you know, quite a large population, large group of our species quickly jumps to say, no, but not all men mm-hmm. are trash. Mm-hmm. And that quickly then spiraled into, well, we all know what that spiraled into. So I just yeah. want to know, like, in terms of what you guys think, why do you guys think, or what was the reason perhaps behind the resistance yeah. to men are trash? I think it's very easy. Um, I mean, having had this conversation with males from different walks of life, yeah, yeah. Um, men from UCT, <laughs> men from UCT, and men from back home, yeah, um, two different types of men. Mm-hmm. Um, the same men from UCT, different person when they get to the hood. Yeah. So I think that the, the biggest reason why there was so much resistance is just the approach. Mm-hmm. Um, like Wiseman said, when it comes to giving, like relating to our episode giving constructive criticism i mean maybe it wasn't meant to be constructive yeah. it was just criticism yeah. but when you're giving criticism to anyone or any group of people 
the way that you do it is very important in achieving your goal. If your goal is to, I want to change wise men's way of thinking, mm. now imagine going to a 60-year-old man and saying, yo, Tamkulu, um, Grandpa, you can't be the head of the house mm. because at UCT, um, this is how things are. Actually, mm. think of it like this. It's bad. It perpetuates all these different cultures. Mm. How do you think it's going to go about? They're going to be resistant because they're like, who are you, first of all? Mm-hmm. You don't understand what I've gone through. You don't even understand what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So I think the reason why there was so much resistance is because of the approach. It came in the it came as a sense of attack. Okay. Um, we don't really want to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. We have said all men are trash, and that's it. Okay. And it's a group of people. Mm-hmm. If, you atta- if, you, if, you, if, you, if you try to critique a group of people, like I said, wise men going to the hood to critique five guys, mm-hmm. they only listen to what you're saying because they feel more powerful as a collective. Mm-hmm. And if you say all men are trash, it's a whole, sp- it's a, all the species, everyone mm-hmm. identifies as a man mm-hmm. is trash. Mm-hmm. But now if you divide and you conquer, now mm-hmm. think about if you say light-skinned guys are trash, <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. You, you've got them. You've, you've yeah. already divided light-skinned from dark-skinned. Now short guys are trash, mm-hmm. you know. We become weaker and weaker the more you try to mm-hmm. mm. categorize. Not that, not that maybe, I mean, obviously that would have taken longer to 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 relay the message but if you approach any group of species and you say yo listen you and you critique they're going to be resistant it's it's human nature and i mean it shouldn't be like that but unfortunately that's where we are and i think maybe that's one of the reasons why it was very nah we don't want to hear what you have to say so and just to add you mentioned two things that um i would also like to add on the first one, I also feel that the approach they mm-hmm. came about, and please do not get me or get us wrong, we're not saying it was wrong, but we just voicing our opinions that the way it went about, mm-hmm. um, it probably didn't meet their mission. Their mission and their intention did not, you know, mm-hmm. meet. Um, especially because, you know, there's a saying that says, it's difficult to take a compliment after an insult. I can't come to APN like, yo, man, I don't like your sneakers, but I, I like your outfit. <laughs> No, you've already told me you don't like my sneakers. So whatever you say after that, I don't care. I've already shut my mind. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing that even talking this like uh, about patriarchy and so forth, that's what usually happened when we went about these topics. Mm-hmm. Men, or rather say males, they felt attacked. Mm-hmm. And so what, I, from my understanding uh, as being a man as well myself, what happens is if I feel very much attacked to the point whereby I'm like, you know what, I don't want to waste my time and energy talking. Mm-hmm. Mentally, I shut off. And physically, I can remain there, but okay. you will own the show. But I'm there now. I'm not mentally there. So what's the point of really like having me there if you're not gonna gain my voice to understand how I think? Mm. And the second one, it's the issue of um, you mentioned how you know you first mentioned the approach, mm. and the second one you also mentioned how they should have at least gone about it. Mm. Um, on lessons from the wild, there's a, a, a saying I talk about a topic. It's a chapter basically, whereby I'm talking about it's difficult to to conquer a huge or a large enemy with your forces divided. So they wanted to tackle us as a collective, and we were stronger as a collective. But had they said, you know what, let us separate them easily, mm. if they had divided us. It's easy to conquer us. One lion will never take down a buffalo, but five, they can. So they wanted to come against five lions as one buffalo. Mm. And then it just went about the wrong way. Um, But it's not too late. 
that's what I want to also wanted to add. It's not too late to change. It's never too late. It, we just need to go back to the drawing board, reanalyze, evaluate how we can go about it. Mm. I, I don't care how old you are. It's still yeah. possible to change. And how we do it is the key component of change. Mm. And, 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 and I'm actually like, a, like when it comes to like the, the like for example, the hashtag Menatres, I just feel like it's so sad how it got to a point whereby men started owning it. You know, AP, it's so sad where the, 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 term, the term trash mm. um, has a lot of connotation. Like, it has many meanings under it. Being a cheater, you trash. Rapist, you trash. And patriarchal, you trash. And, and you, there's many things under it. But the fact that it's been generalized to all men, mm. if you're going to call me trash, I won't really feel offended because I'm thinking, maybe you're saying I'm trash because I have 16 girlfriends. Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe you're calling AP trash because he's actually a rapist. Maybe you're calling the next one. I'm not. You know, <laughs> he's not. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. <laughs> he's not. He's not. Um, he was quick to defend himself. <laughs> no, he he was quick. He was like, I'm words not. do damage. Yes, yes, words yes. do damage. Yeah. But, but, but I'm saying, if, 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 if you saying like this person is trash because mm -hmm. they this, this person is trash because they this, yeah. and you put them together under the banner of they trash, when you call me trash, I won't even, nobody knows. Mm. Which connotation of trash is he talking about? So mm -hmm. I, I, I will embrace it. Like, okay, it's cool, man. I'm trash, and it's going to a point by men actually claiming that, yo, man, I'm trash. Mm -hmm. Yo, AP, you trash. Yo, wise men, you trash. Simply we trash. We all trash. Everyone is trash. So why should I change? Okay. Do you understand? So, so if you call everyone trash, I don't need, I don't feel the need to change because I mean, I have 20 other people that are trash with me. Actually, yeah. thousands and millions of yeah. other people that are trash yeah. with me. But if you actually say, yo, listen, the trash is this, and 10 of you guys are trash, mm. then we know who trash, like you. <laughs> you, got, you are, say, yeah, you got, all, all men are rapists. Mm. Nobody wanna stop being a rapist. They're like, oh, okay, actually everyone is doing it. I mean, that's right. Mm. And that's the sad thing that yeah. when everyone does it, it's cool. Yeah. Like with every Vans, fair Vans, yeah, Zimbi. Mm. But like, if everyone is wearing Vans, then it's chilled. I don't. It's cool, man. I wanna, I wanna buy Vans, and I can wear my Vans whenever I can. Yeah. And, yeah. and I wish, man, we could get to a space where that, that yeah. isn't how we operate. Yeah. Yeah, I wanna add. I wanna yes, add. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, man. I think also. I feel like there's a lot coming here. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. yeah. <laughs> um, I think also the what's 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 making it hard though, mm -hmm. right? What's making it hard though, I feel like it's it's insecurities. Okay. As guys. Mm -hmm. It's the fear of being vulnerable as guys. Okay. Right? Yeah. Because if they tell you that like we've been taught not to show emotion, we've been taught yeah. not to cry at all. Yeah. You feel me? So now so now, if, you, if, if, if they tell you or if they po point out your wrongs, say maybe mm -hmm. you're doing that, um, it's bad, you have to change, or maybe you have to apologize for mm -hmm. catcalling, yeah. right? You wouldn't want to do that because for the past 15 years, I'm just talking about someone who's in university, for mm -hmm. the past 15 years, you've been doing that. Your mm -hmm. uncles have been doing that. Your father has been doing that. Um, your, all, all the male figures that you, you have in your life have been doing that. So like mm -hmm. I said earlier, that you've been programmed for mm -hmm. 15 years mm -hmm. that this is cool. Mm -hmm. and, you, and you get to a space for four months, mm -hmm. they tell you it's not cool. Yeah. Now, if you, if you look at the brain of mm -hmm. a human being, right, it's mm -hmm. so complex that even if you, you told me now that 
um, what, what else? I don't know. Maybe breathing is bad. Mm. But the fact that I've been doing it for so much, like the time yeah. that I've been doing it, mm. I, I won't stop because physically I'm now used to it. My brain is mm. used to it, right? Mm. So I think also just coming back because I've went on, um, I think as, as, as guys, we vulnerable. As guys, we don't want to take the blame or, yeah. or, or what is this? Um, or say, yes, I'm wrong. Yes, I see my mistakes mm-hmm. and I want to change. Or rather, like Wiseman pointed out, we get to say maybe a talk or maybe um, an open space where everyone is talking. We get there, um, say, say maybe someone says something that a group of people don't like, mm-hmm. automatically you shut off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then not after that, after that, nothing's gonna happen because automatically you've told yourself whatever this person is saying. Mm. I'm hearing you, but mm. then I don't wanna accept it and maybe do something about it. Okay. Right. Again, also just to point out, it's also the approach that mm. that thing has been. I don't know, done or maybe yeah, yeah executed. Right. That like, if you, if you, if what is this? If you get there. And, and you get there with the mind of, I'm right, you're wrong, listen yeah. to me. You feel yeah. me? Or if, if you go to debate and you see people debating, you get there, no one is right, no one is wrong. Yeah. Right? I read this one book, um, what is it? Ah, man, um, The Kabbalion, right? Mm-hmm. Written by the three initiates. What it says is, it says, every truth, mm-hmm. every truth is half true. And mm-hmm. every false is half false, okay. right? Meaning that, meaning that there's always two sides to a story. Yeah, and yeah. then there's the truth. Okay, <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, right. And so then, if I come with my side, Wiseman also comes with his side. Mm. There's two people coming with the same thing. Mm. Um, yeah, and then there'll be the truth. Yeah, you mm. feel me? So mm. now, because you get the people are saying this, you get the another one is saying that. You get the others are defensive, others are attacking, others are just quiet. They don't want, they're not even responsive. Yeah. And you, and then there's this, there's the truth in all of that. Yeah. And I feel like with overthinking, that's what we try to unpack and yeah. see where's the truth in all yeah. these two sides of, of the story. story. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys so much. Your 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 insight has been absolutely tremendous. Um, overthinkers, we are fast approaching about an hour. I think this has definitely been the longest episode that we've ever put together. But if you're still listening to this, thank you so, 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 so much. But as I wrap up, I just want to say two things. One, thank you guys so much. Yeah. Um, and overthinkers, I must, I must reiterate that we as a collective, we as a group of people are not saying that this, this is how things are. We are sharing our opinions yeah. on questions. Truthfully, questions I really just thought about on the spot. But the other thing I want to highlight is it's actually so fascinating how two things came up. One, there was a quick uh, 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 um, categorization or definition between them and us that you guys quickly touched on when I asked the question about the men in trash because you guys quickly went to say us as men, them as the others (laughs) and their, their approach. The second thing was being, and as much as we spoke about the bro code and, bro- and brotherhood culture and how that is something that we need to be unraveling, 
even in your discussions, there was an element of we as bros yeah. kind of thing. So it, it is just something that, that is fascinating to, to, to see play out. And I, I truly understand what you guys are saying about it being like deep, entrenched ways of thinking. And there's, there's no one hour spent where you can unlearn yeah. years of learning. But obviously, it's just a constant journey. Yeah. And what, um, like, I, want, I appreciate you guys for being here today because this kind of wraps up a journey I personally started in redefining what it means for myself to be a man. And what I've done with the three-part series on these episodes is un- unravel my, I- my perception and what I thought a man was, the kind of trauma, like, like you said, you, like you spoke about high school and, and, and the things you go through, my trauma in terms of, of becoming what is expected of me as a man, what, and then the second being, the second episode being how I, I've, I've had to learn how to heal from that trauma to get a clearer picture of the kind of man that I want to be. And now this is just like a wrap up of what do, like, what do other people think? And like you guys will, will, if you're listening, will have realized that I didn't really share too much about what I thought about the conversation because I'd already done that. But what I do want to say over thinkers is I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say. Please do find me. I am, uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I have returned to the Instagram streets. Um, yeah, I have returned to those Instagram streets. My handle is exactly the same as my Twitter handle at I am the real AP underscore. Um, and the next couple of weeks, I'm trying to create a platform specifically just for, 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 for the show where you guys can reach me because I don't think my personal social media details are the most efficient way. So, but again, we'll see how that goes. The other thing is, thank you guys again for so much for listening. Ah, you see now I had, ah, I keep saying thank you and I forgot what I actually wanted to say. But alas, the Alpha Show, please do check. These guys are absolutely amazing. The, the stuff, the content that they've been creating, I think has been absolutely brilliant. Kudos to you guys. You guys have been doing a fantastic job. I do hope that you guys continue to push. Thanks. Podcasts Thanks. in South Africa are growing. And I'm so excited to be involved and I'm so excited that you guys are involved. And we should continue these kind of inter-show collaborations. The podcast is available on? Spotify, iTunes, and yeah. Um, that's why I'm saying iTunes because we recently got uh, the notification. Approval. Yes, yeah. we're on iTunes, it's an exciting thing. Spotify, Anchor FM, Google Podcast, Breaker FM, uh, Pocket Cast, you name it. But yeah. you can also find us on our social media pages, Alpha Show SA. At Alpha Show. At Twitter. At Alpha Show SA on Twitter, yeah. um, Facebook, Alpha Show, SA. and then on WhatsApp. <laughs> yes, yeah, now you guys can throw that in there uh, as well. So we have, we have, this, this is not a personal um, WhatsApp um, thingy, it's actually for the Alpha Show, um, and the number is 062 562 yeah. So if you, if you want to be part of the show, you want to find out more about the show, you can just send a message to the show. Yep, to the number. Yeah, okay. So. Overthinkers, we are wrapping the show up. Um, it's been Manhood, part three. We're tying up this series. And the next couple of weeks, we're actually going to be continuing some of the aspects that came up from this conversation in terms of drag culture. That is definitely something that I want to have a conversation with one of you about. So please do find me, hit me up on Twitter, hit me up on Instagram. I'm happy to have a conversation. And the, the brilliant thing is, if you're listening to this, I do recommend that you download the Anchor app. So you can go on your, your, your app store, iTunes, iOS, or Android, 
download the Anchor app. Um, you can subscribe to my show. You'll get instant notifications whenever the show comes out. And the beautiful thing about the app is that you can actually call into the show and then we can have a call-in conversation as we're recording. So I do hope that you guys are interested enough to actually go download it and, and look into that. Um, this episode has been sponsored by Anchor Breakage.fm. So, yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>